twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And Anthony Roque is out today. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll tell you about two new mobile backpack radios from Malaysian. We'll tell you what's inside them, list their features and specifications, and discuss some possible applications for them that may appeal to many ham radio operators, especially in case of an emergency. We'll also review the Ocean KGUV8D Plus dual band amateur radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialist. A couple of years ago, Lation introduced the VV898, a 10-watt ultra-compact dual-band UHF-VHF radio. It's about the size of a typical handheld and can fit inside almost any small vehicle with quick and easy installation. Now, Lation has just released a new backpack version of this tiny mobile radio that you can carry around with you. It's almost as portable as a handheld radio, and it's a lot more powerful. Yeah, it really is. Uh, now you're, you're seeing a lot of these small mobile radios start to come out. But I think Lation was really a, a pioneer when it came to this size mobile radio. I keep seeing them more and more now. But uh, now with these backpack radios, they're kind of taking it up to the next level, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so, definitely. Well, um, before we get into the backpack radio, let's talk about the original VV-898, because essentially what's in here. Yeah, it, it packs a lot into a, a small package. Um, yeah, the original VV-898 is a, a 10-watt micro mobile radio. Um, it's um, FCC type accepted for business use, but um, it's probably more popular for amateur use. Yeah. Um, they've recently offered an upgraded version of that 10-watt um, 898, the 898S, which is a 25-watt version. Um, both uh, versions are the same radio, identical specs. The only difference is the wattage. One is 10, the other is 25. Um, the, the 898 transmits and receives on both VHF in the, the 136 to 174 megahertz range and UHF in the 400 to 480 megahertz range, but it can receive uh, 400 to 520 UHF, and also it can receive 200 to 260 megahertz as well. So if you're on uh, the 220. Yeah, and, and more and more hams are going back to the 220 uh, as well. So that's it's yeah, we keep pretty handy too. For, for those radios that can transmit in that range as well. Yeah, yeah. Now, in addition to that, it also has a built-in FM radio, commercial FM radio, so you can get your favorite FM radio stations. Uh, and, you know, obviously designed to be a micro-mobile, you put in your vehicle and you've, you've got a little dual-band radio that 
doubles as a regular FM radio. Right. Nice feature. Uh, it also has uh, 199 programmable channel capacity. Uh, it does channel scanning, dual watch, of course, CTCSS, DCS encoding, uh, DTMF. Um, it has individual call, group call, user-defined channel names, um, Fox hands-free capability, and an emergency alarm. It's, it's of course, repeater-capable and uh, has a 400-milliwatt speaker. Um, it has a backlit front panel and um, two front panel LEDs. Of course, it includes a hand mic with the DTMF keypad, and uh, that has a coiled cord that stretches over five feet in length. You know, it's amazing how much they've packed in this little tiny radio. It can do an awful lot for for its size, and, and uh, uh, I've always been kind of impressed with it. People, it, it seems know? like all the time when we go to these ham vests, people look at this radio, they see it sitting out, and they go, wow, I can put that, and they know exactly where they're going to put yeah. it. They have this <laughs> small compartment in their car. And, you know, they don't really want to drill in to put a real mobile in there. And, and they see this radio and they say, oh, it's a perfect size for uh, this spot. And they just have this, this perfect spot in mind for it. I guess a lot of cars have cubbies. You actually made a video, yeah. Rick, of, yeah. of this radio installing it in your car. Uh, and you just used Velcro. And, uh, again, yep. you had a perfect spot in your car where this, this radio fit perfectly. Yeah, we just uh, we made this video to demonstrate how you can use a hook and loop fastener. And in, in this case, we used Velcro brand and just put it in there. And it was, you know, plugged it in. And, uh, I mean, it just makes it a lot more mobile than even a regular mobile, in my opinion. Uh, and, yeah, you can see the video. It's up on our site at... Uh, at uh, buy2wayradios.com, and you can look it up on YouTube. It's Collation VV898 uh, Easy Mount. I think that's go. what it's called. But um, this is just a really versatile little radio, and when we first started to carry it, we were taking it around some ham fest, and one of the first things that some of the hams would say when they picked up the radio, they said, oh, this would make a great little go box. Yeah, we, we get that comment all the time. Yeah. Well, apparently, Lation caught wind of this idea because they did exactly that. And yeah. that's what this new Lation um, backpack radio is pretty much about. It's, it's, basically, it's basically a VV898 in a, in a little portable box that you can carry around with you. Really? They've, they've built a go box around their VV898. Yeah, I mean this is a, a a metal box. It has a built-in battery, built-in fan, um, so uh, you can power this thing with no wires. You just charge up the battery in in the uh, the box, and you're good to go. And it's a I don't know what the the milliamps are exactly, but it's an extremely high capacity battery. Well, there are two variations of this uh, VD898 backpack radio that they call it. Um, there is, of course, a 10-watt version for the 10-watt model of VV898. Uh, that would be the VV898P. Uh, P. And then there's a 25-watt version, which is the VV898SP. Right. And, of course, and, the, the only difference is it's the same uh, backpack case or go-box case. But they put either the 898 or the 898S radio inside right. of it. And then they've also put in uh, a battery in there that would work for that particular radio. Like there's a six amp battery 
in the 10 watt version mm-hmm. in the uh, P, and then there's a um, I think it's a 10 or 12. 10 or 12, depending on yeah. which piece of literature from Lation you read. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say, we'll say <laughs> 12 amp, because uh, that's what it says in the, in the uh, documentation that comes with the radio, 12 amp uh, battery in the uh, SP to accommodate the 25 watts. Mm-hmm. So either way, you know, they've, they've pretty much put this thing together, and, I mean, it's ready to go right literally out of the package. Right. I, I just pulled one of these out of the box. It's not plugged into anything. Power switch. Yep. We're ready to go. The only thing you need is an antenna. Uh, that's true. And, and that's the one thing I wish they'd done here. This doesn't include an antenna. Um, now, it has um, a uh, SO239 antenna connector right on the, the outside of the box. But uh, we're offering uh, a Nagoya NLR2 antenna which has the um pl259 connector right yeah. on it it's a whip antenna basically a a uh, whip antenna like for a handheld radio that you can put on on top and just screw in there and, and and uh that's basically so that you can literally put it in a backpack or by your side or something right. and walk around with it and, and transmit and that is a 12 dollars antenna keep that in mind when, when we give you the prices for this, that the antenna is not included in the, the backpack versions mm-hmm. of this radio. Of course, you can connect because of the uh, SO239 or the UHF female uh, connector on it. You can connect uh, pretty much any mobile antenna that you want to uh, to it as well for whatever, you know, depending on the application that you want Right, to have. right. If you're using this in your car and you have a mag mount antenna, mm-hmm. this would, it's the, the perfect connector for that already because it's the same connector that you know, most mobile radios are going to use. I mean, I can think right offhand of a lot of uses for this, for this radio. And I really like this. I When I first took it out of the box, I thought, you know, this is, when we're talking truly mobile, this is truly mobile. And, uh, I mean, a lot of the uses, I mean, you can, you know, first of all, it's designed to sit upright, kind of on its end. So it's sticking yeah, up. Think of if you have a backpack, you can just... Uh, slide this right into the backpack with the the display of the radio looking out at you out of the bag yeah i i kind of compared it to uh mr spock's tricorder on on uh, star trek yeah, you know yeah. you could kind of carry it on your side and you know sling bag or something and you know just kind of uh, sling it over your shoulder and i don't know if i'd want to put a 25 watt radio right next to my body just like that and transmit with it but i mean it's that portable right you can really do that much with it. It's a pretty small case here. I would say maybe it's uh, standing upright uh, like it would go in a bag. Um, I'd say maybe 10 inches by tall by 6 inches wide. That sounds about right. And yeah. maybe an inch and a half thick. Yeah, and you know you can take it with you hiking or walking or camping or whatever, and it's, it's, it's just uh, – it, now, I wouldn't say that it's waterproof – no, I would probably say it's not waterproof. Yeah, I would say that definitely not. But uh, you could probably um, find some way to to offer some additional protection around the radio if needed. If you need to take it, you know, out in the woods or somewhere, and you're worried about the elements, uh, I'm sure there are ways that it can be protected somewhat. Um, but you know, you can also use this as a a base station. Radio. You can just set it on your desk and use it as a base station. Yeah, you know, if you buy a mobile radio and a power supply, 
that's uh, an investment. I mean, even if you you get the low lower priced import radios, mm-hmm. um, you're still looking at quite the investment. I mean, several hundred dollars to get a base station set up. This is your um, instant base station right here. It's an right instant here. base station. I mean, you've got a, a uh, AC adapter that's included. So you can plug this right into the wall. Um, now, I don't know if the AC adapter only charges the battery or if it will also sort of bypass the battery and, and just power the radio. Um, but, um, you know, it, it would just plug right into the wall. Yeah, yeah. The, the base station enclosure has several features. I mean, there's, there's of, of course, the DC plug-in. There's a power switch to turn everything on and off. There's a fan switch and a external speaker jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has everything there. Yeah, so they've, they've really yeah. done it right. I don't, now, know, I don't know about the fan switch. I'm yeah, not a you, big fan of the fan switch. You were talking before the show about that, and, and uh, you had your, your uh, reservations about that. Well, um it should probably turn the fan on itself if, you know, based on the temperature. There should be a temperature sensor in there, and the fan should kick on when it's too hot. Don't rely on me to, to remember <laughs> to turn the fan on. <laughs> you know? So I'm going to turn the fan on all the time, and uh, I'm probably going to waste my battery unnecessarily. But Yeah, I think by the time you see the magic smoke come out, that's probably too late yeah, to turn oh, the fan on. Yeah, oh, I forgot on. to turn the fan on. <laughs> it's a, you know, but... Um, <laughs> Not saying that, that would happen, but you know, uh, I I I hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's oh, there is one other thing you can do with this besides the instant go box and uh, the ability to use it as a base station radio. You can, of course, if you want to use it as a regular mobile radio, you can take it out and use it as a mobile. Yeah, it's a, I would say, not-so-instant mobile radio as well. I mean, you yeah. can install this in your vehicle, and it includes all the mounting brackets and everything, mm-hmm. just as if you'd bought a VV898 or a VV898S. It's, everything's included in the, in the box, even a um, DC adapter that would allow you to plug it directly into the cigarette lighter in your car. Yeah, and it also includes instructions, for how to do so, it's just a matter of removing six screws from the box, and and they tell you exactly how to take it out or remove it from the box uh, in the, the proper way so that you can uh, set it up and use it as a mobile. Although they do have that caveat at the very end uh, of this of this instruction page, I should say, it just says if there is no necessary, please do not disassemble the backpack. So um, they just say, you know, if you don't need to do it, don't do it. But if you really, really want to, or if you really have to do it, you can, you can take it out. I'm glad they made that clear. Yeah. Uh, now, the one thing that I'm really not sure of is the, um, the DC power plug. Now, of course, in my video, I, I did demonstrate using a DC power plug in my vehicle when I was installing the 10-watt version but that was the right. 10 watt version, and I and I think for 10 watts it's probably just fine. But when you go up to 25 watt radio, I don't know that I feel completely comfortable using a DC power uh, adapter for that because yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I mean, it's it, and if it's a 12 amp um, battery in here, that tells me this thing can draw up to 12 amps. A, uh, yeah, a lot of times, uh, I'm pretty sure my vehicle is a 10-amp fuse with my 12-volt um, port. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
you know, full power, 25 watts, and you've got this plugged into your, your cigarette lighter, um, hmm, that might blow a fuse at the, at the least. At the very least, uh, you know, and I, I don't want anybody, you know, uh, coming back to us and saying, hey, this thing's this thing set my car on fire. Oh, you know, I don't want that. But uh, I would say before you before you do use that, if you do, just research that a little bit and make absolutely sure it's going to be okay for your car or your vehicle. Yeah, I think the wiring uh, in this this plug looks okay, but I might direct wire it versus you know using the cigarette plug. Yeah, at least for the 25-watt version. Blow a fuse, or at yeah. least use it on low-power mode if you're going to do that. There you go. There you go. There's there's a workaround. But in any case, um, I think this is a, a very cool little product. Um, I'm going to get one of these for myself eventually and, and uh, have a little go box for an emergency kit. I think it's great for that. I, I, it's perfect for that. I agree. And the price is really good, $79.99 is the cost for a VV898 radio only. The regular radio. radio, yeah. $99 is the VV898S. So mm-hmm. an extra 20 bucks gets you from 10 to 25 watts. Now, adding the backpack um, enclosure takes it uh, to 159 mm-hmm. for the 898. That, that model number is the VV898P. Yeah. It's 159 and 179 gets you the VV898 SP, which is the 25-watt backpack radio. So basically, the backpack enclosure um, adds about $80. Which is really reasonable when you think about it. I mean, it's, it has a pretty uh, powerful battery in there. Pretty and powerful battery. You've it's got the it's fan. a metal case. It's got the yeah. fan. No temperature sensor for the fan. Right. But <laughs> and they move the... The uh, antenna connector up front, so you can use it out in the field. Um, I, th- I think the additions to it, I think it's worth $80. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think a lot of people will find this worth $80. Yeah. All right, uh, any other thoughts on the, the new Lation VV898P uh, and SP radios? No, yeah. I, I'm excited about this product. I think that um, Lation is, is sort of leading the charge on this. I haven't seen a product like this. Um, before, I think a lot of uh, people will like this, uh, especially hams, if they want a ready-made go box. Now, there are going to be hams that uh, will say, you know, half the fun of, of this hobby is being able to do it all yourself and make your own go box the way you want to make it. You know, I, I, I want to do so There's something that yeah, you Sure, and there's nothing, yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. But there are some hams that say, you know what, I just need something quick and you know something i can keep an emergency backpack uh, something in a in a bug out bag or something and this is perfect for it and i don't want to have to spend a whole lot of time and forethought putting into it because i have so many other things going on this this is a quick and easy way to do it and i, I think this is a great great idea absolutely i agree all right well coming up we'll review the ocean kguv8d plus dual band amateur radio Does it really add new features to the original 8D, or is the plus on the price? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. 
My Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. My Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to The Two-Way Radio Show. In this week, we're going to review a new enhanced version of a popular ocean dual-band amateur radio, the KGUV-8D+. Yeah, um, this is new. This is a little update for the 8D. Now, the, the KGUV-8D is, goodness, it's probably our most popular ham radio. It's definitely the most popular ocean uh, ham radio that we sell for sure. I mean, it's close between maybe the Titera MD380 is a little more popular, but it that's really hot right now. The the 8D has been around for a couple of years and sales are still strong on it. Oh yeah, um, people love this radio. Even with the 9D out, the 8D is still a big seller. Um, and what we've got here is a little upgrade. On the 8D. I'm not going to say it's a major update. If you bought an 8D, don't be disappointed. Don't say, oh, I bought an 8D and now the plus is out. You're not really missing anything? Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of depends. I, I think it depends on really what you want out of it. But I'm not going to lose any sleep over this list of features that, that are new on the 8D+. Plus. I mean... There's not a big price jump either. So no, there if, isn't. if you're looking at an 8D, probably I would say get an 8D plus. Don't buy the old one, buy the new one. But if you don't need those extra features, yeah. save ten bucks and get the other you're one. I'm probably guess. not going to use the new features anyway. Really. Well, let's let's see what's in the new features. Now, first of all, the 8D. One of the best features of the 8D, besides the fact that it has that huge, colorful LCD display, really nice LCD screen. Um, it also has a full dual receive capability, mm-hmm. which is a really big selling point with this radio. It also has crossband repeat capability. Right. So it's, it's a nice, I mean, it's a really nice radio. Um, the 8D Plus just adds a few other bells and whistles to it. Now, if you remember, we did an episode not too long ago about the KGUV 9D. And then during the holidays um, last year, we had the KGUV 9D Plus, which added cross-band repeat capability to that radio. And um, that's kind of what we're looking at here, except this already has the cross-band repeat. It's just adding some of the newer features that were actually part of the 9D. Right. Sort of the new features that were part of the 90 and maybe some that were added with the 90 plus yeah now yeah. For, for a little background the 90 came out 
and they added, uh, they expanded the receive range, and uh, but they removed crossband repeat, yeah. like you said. A lot of a and, lot of people complained about that. Yeah, guess what? We still sold more 8Ds than 90s, <laughs> even after the 9D came out, because apparently people want the crossband repeat feature. Um, but then the 9D Plus came out, and now that was a, a bigger jump, going from the 9D to the 9D Plus, than going from the 8D to the 8D Plus, yeah, in yeah, my it opinion. Was. It was. Um, so what's new with the 8D Plus? Well, first of all, they have a voice compander. They add compounding into the radio. So it's a, it supports compounding, okay. uh, and well, that's, of course, a form of compression to uh, improve the signal-to-noise uh, ratio for, for a little clearer audio. I don't know that it's something that a lot of ham radio operators no. really really use something but where everyone you talk to has to be has to has have to be that enabled yeah. before yeah. you're going to want to use it. maybe if you're using it to talk to certain business radios that have that feature activated by default i know uh, motorola's on-site business radios are uh, have companding on right from the get-go so if you're talking to one of those radios um, you may want to use it realistically it's eh. nice to have you're probably not going to use it Another feature, though, that they have in here, which is very interesting, is non-standard CTCSS and DCS codes. In other words, you know, most radios typically have a standard set of CTCSS, DCS codes that are pretty much pre-programmed in the radio, and you just choose the ones that you want to set everything to. Right. Um, this allows you to customize it a bit and, and type in your own within within a reasonable range, within a reasonable uh, uh, parameters, but right. to be able to type in your own custom code, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. But, you know, again, I've never really met anyone that said, you know, all oh, the 140 codes that are available by default just won't work for me. Yeah. I mean, maybe, again, this is something where... We've been doing business radios for a long time, and very occasionally, maybe once a year, we'll get a radio that's, that someone sent in here that's pre-programmed to, to a CTCSS code that's um, non-standard. So I think this is something where if you've got a, sort of a wacky setup that you need to change a radio to be able to communicate with, this is something where you might use this, but realistically... It's just a nice add-on. Yeah, it's it's nice that they have it in there. It's not a reason to buy this radio, I think, for 99.9% yeah. of you. And an, another feature that sort of follows that same uh, that same route is the Scrambler. It has a built-in Scrambler now, which for, you know, if it was going to be a business radio, the Scrambler would be a nice feature, but for ham radio, you're not really supposed to use a Scrambler anyway. Yeah, th- this radio is not really type accepted for business use, so you shouldn't be using it for business technically. Yeah, and a scrambler you can't really use for ham use. So, so it's kind of uh, you know what are you going to do with that feature? You know, a voice scrambler. Okay, um, but uh, what else we got? Well, <laughs> well, that's where it gets a little little bit more interesting because. Now we get into uh, some things that, that everybody can use. And in fact, there, there's one feature that 
um, a lot of 8D users had been wanting to see for a long time, and that's a backlight adjustment. You know, and this is probably, I'd say, one of the most useful upgrades to this, as you can adjust the intensity of the backlight for, um, uh, for the LCD display. Yeah, and that, this is the best thing that they've added with the 8D+. Plus. Um, you know, only I having so. one level of backlight and, and the duration of the backlight being something that's hard-coded, that was kind of annoying. There were some complaints about that. That, that right there is the reason to buy mm-hmm. the 8D+, Plus instead of the 8D, if you are trying to decide which one to get. The backlight adjustment is a good reason to go with the 8D+. Plus. It's, it was, it's nice. It was something I liked about the 9D+, Plus, and, yeah. and I'm glad they added it in here. I think that's a very useful feature. It can I help agree. save your battery, too. That's the best the best addition. And, and there's another feature here that, that might be useful to some people, and, and actually, I never thought that I would consider it a, a useful feature at all, but... Uh, but actually, it turns out I, I kind of like it, and that's the FM radio frequency storage and retrieval. They've added the ability for you to store up to 20 FM radio frequencies, you know, from the commercial FM radio that's mm-hmm. built into it, uh, into this channel. So you can you can preset your channels for the, for the FM radio for your favorite radio stations. Yeah, if you use and, the uh, FM radio on um, on this radio, if you plan on using it for FM then this is definitely a good feature. This is probably yeah. something that should have been on the original um, 8D. Probably. It, it's kind of, um, unless you listen to the same radio station all the time, which I believe it would remember. I, I rarely ever use um, my uh, amateur radio for listening to over-the-air FM. But um, You know, I used to not use it for that at all, and I, and, and I thought having it on an HT was kind of silly myself. But then... I found myself uh, periodically actually using it, and yeah. and I thought, well, you know what? This is actually kind of handy to have an FM radio in your handheld radio, and there are some people that do use them quite a bit, Yeah, and, and if, so this is actually it, a nice feature. I think it is. If you use FM radio, it's a good feature, I mean, you, if, especially if you jump around um, stations. It's going to save you some time, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and this other addition that they have in the radio it's an editable power-on message. This one, I think, is a little bit misleading because... Now, are Ocean, they calling it an editable power-on they message? Call it, that- yeah, they call it an editable power-on message. But technically, it, it really isn't editable. editable. Now, that's kind of misleading, I yeah, think, te- from what it is. Technically, it isn't editable, um, per se. What it does because is... Because you it, can't eat it. <laughs> Editable, not edible. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, um, what it does, I mean, technically, you can't really create your own customizable power message. What you do is you choose between the uh, bitmap graphic that's already in the radio, that the the ocean splash screen that comes on, mm-hmm. or you can choose to switch to a graphic of your battery and how much battery uh, life you have in the battery, which is right. useful. I mean, you know, you can turn it on, you can see right away um, how much battery power you have 
in the radio. I think that's a very useful feature. And it shows the battery voltage as well, I think. Yeah, right. it does. But you can really only switch between those two screens. You can't put in your own customizable bitmap image or message or anything like that. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I like that feature. It's kind of, you know, I would prefer to see my battery voltage instead of uh, a logo. But I don't know. It's not life-changing. No, it's not. It would be nice to, you know, put you know, like your, your your own face on there or something. I don't know. <laughs> a picture, a nice picture of a sunset or something when you turn it on. I don't know. But uh, uh, maybe, maybe in a future yeah. iteration of the radio, they'll add that functionality. But well, the good news is the price hasn't really changed that much. Um, what uh, we're doing is we have the 8D Plus with a high-capacity battery. That's a, a 2,600 milliamp battery. Um, that we're selling for one nineteen ninety nine, which was our price for the 8D. But uh, what we're doing is we're going to still offer the 8D. Um, since the Plus came out, the cost on the regular 8D went down. Mm-hmm. So we're selling the 8D with a standard battery for $99. Still a pretty good deal. You know, I still use the original demo 8D that uh, Ocean sent us early on before the the product actually launched. I still have it on my desk, and I get on the morning nets with it. And Serial I, I still, number 0001, I believe. Yeah, well, it's pretty close to it. And uh, I use it almost every day on my desk. So, um, And it's it's been my favorite radio for, for quite a while. So it, it's the AD+. Plus. I mean, some of these features are nice. I don't know that I ever really use most of them myself, but for some people who might, mm-hmm. with the exception of the FM radio, because sometimes I use that too, and, and having the ability to program the the um, stations into the channels is, is a pretty nice little feature. But yeah. other than that, uh, you know, I think I'll probably stick with the, my original 8D. But if you're going to buy a new 8D, um, for 20 bucks more, Sure, you know why not? It, it, it's it's not a big deal to get a little bit of extra functionality out of it. Well, it's it's twenty bucks more, but you also get the high capacity battery. So, uh, any other thoughts on the uh, KGUV eight D plus? Mm, no, I don't think so. I wish Anthony were here to have, to have done. I the know review. he's so much know. better it's, at it than me. He he is the man when it comes to these reviews. Um, oh, also, if you enter the promo code SHOW at checkout, you can save an additional 5% off the price. Hmm, how about that? Don't forget that. My math is right. That's over $5. Yeah. <laughs> every little bit. <laughs> it's early. Every little bit helps. Well, uh, any other comments on the uh, KGVAD Plus? Uh, no. Okay. Well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And the first one, let's see, the first one comes from KG5KUX. And he says, I just bought a Ocean KGUV8D handheld radio, and I'm having trouble transmitting from inside my house. Note, I have a metal roof over the original shingle roof. 
I am transmitting on VHF frequencies. Any help in this matter would be greatly appreciated. And that's from KG5KUX. Well, not a lot of detail there. Um, I, by saying that it doesn't work inside his house, I assume it does work outside of his house. Yeah, he didn't. And it sounds like he's narrowed his problem down to being that that metal roof, which seems likely. Um, which seems um, natural, especially for you know a VHF radio. It's uh, the VHF tends to work a little bit better outdoors. Um, well, m- one thing I can suggest is maybe a- an outside antenna. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sell a uh, diamond through the window cable. Um, I forget the part number. Um, I had it for a second, but no, I, I can't I think what, what the part number is for that. But it, it's basically a cable that you can run underneath a window, and it's very, very thin, so that you can connect a cable to an antenna outside, outside and the then house, connect yeah. it to your radio inside. Um, so maybe something like that would be a good option. That's a good viable solution. In any case, uh, probably if he's doing it indoors and he's trying to, to you know, reach outside with it, it you really kind of want to have an external antenna to take it outside with if you can. If you want the best performance, for sure. Yeah. Well, our next one comes from our next one comes from Diego. And uh, he says, I have some pairs of Motorola talk about MR350R. I want to know if I can communicate with the Cobra CXT545 without a problem. If so, what do I have to do? And that's from Diego. Uh, yeah, those radios will talk to one another. Um, you just need to make sure that you're on the same channel and privacy code combination. Um, now, one thing to keep in mind, uh, this is going to make it seem complicated, but if you're having trouble, it may be something that you're running into. Um, Motorola and Cobra use, they number their privacy codes in a different way. Motorola um, has privacy codes numbered 1 through 121, and they make no distinction between digital and analog. So codes 1 through 38, I believe, are analog. Mm-hmm. And codes 39 through uh, 121 are digital. So if you're on the Cobra and you're set to digital code number three, because with, with the Cobra you have to choose if you want digital or analog, and then you pick a number, 1 through 38 or 1 through 83 or something like that. Um, digital code number one on the Cobra matches up to code 39 on the Motorola. So that may be where you're, you're running into issues. Sounds a little confusing, but probably the best thing to do is to look at the uh, uh, user manuals on each one of those radios to kind of match them up, and, and uh, that might help somewhat. And they do print them out in their user manuals, so then yeah. hopefully that'll... That's the easiest thing may be to just use the same channel on both radios and use um, analog code 10, for example, yeah. on both both models and then they should talk just fine all right and our last one comes from brian and this is a comment and brian is responding to um episode 100 it's all about the two-way radios our 100th episode celebration and he says thank you for the insightful tips and information and congratulations on the 100th episode and that's from brian thank you brian we really really appreciate that because without our listeners, we would not have a two-way radio show. 
And if anyone else has any comments or questions, send them in to Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. All right, well, I guess that does it for our episode this week, and uh, there's no Anthony. I'm missing Anthony. <laughs> yeah, it's just not the same when Anthony's not here. That's true. That's true. Uh, he is the star of the show. That's right. Our ratings are going to be down tremendously <laughs> yeah. this week. Well, before we go, yeah, probably. You'll be um, happy to hear. Before we go, any final comment? I don't think so. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feimster. And Anthony Roque is out today. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out.